0: When it's game on, it's time for Shakey's Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's, the triple play of flavor. With meal deal packages to feed any size group, everyone loves Shakey's classic thin crust pizza, golden fried chicken, and crispy Mojo potatoes. Get it to go at Shakey's.com, or watch the game at your local Shakey's with an ice cold pitcher of beer, piping hot pizza, and a mountain of Mojo's. Hey! Share the good times at Shakey's today.
1: Medi-Cal renewals are happening now. All members' eligibility is reviewed once annually, and everyone's renewal date is different. You can check your renewal month in your online BenefitsCal.com account. If your current address, email, or phone number have changed, please update your information with your local county office. If you get a renewal form in the mail in a yellow envelope, you must complete it to keep your Medi-Cal. If you don't, you will lose your coverage. Visit LACare.org for more information. That's LACare.org.
0: Okay.
2: Welcome The
0: home of the Dodgers To
2: Off-Season Dodger Talk <laughs> Hi, majestic shot On
0: our stream On the iHeartRadio app
2: Your glimpse inside the blue And everything going on This off-season With Dodger insider David Bassett Listen to the show Where you are Anywhere, anytime The
3: golden age Of Dodger baseball We love you Dodger nation
2: Off-Season Dodger Talk Presented by California Earthquake Authority
0: Be earthquake ready Visit EarthquakeAuthority.com
2: And now Now your host for off-season Dodger Talk, David Bassett.
3: Hey, another show. That's right. Two weeks in a row with three shows. Great show on Monday night. Appreciate you tuning in for Rich Hill. In case you missed Dick Mountain, you can find it on the iHeartRadio app. We have one more show this week coming up on Friday night before... The 2023 season officially kicks off on Saturday with FanFest. We'll be out there from 11 to 3 on the main stage. You will hear the simulcast of the main stage right here on AM570 LA Sports from noon to 3 o'clock. All the big names will be out there except for a couple. Kershaw and Mookie Betts will not be out there. Kershaw lives in Texas and Mookie I guess, is participating in the Pro Bowling Championship. We'll talk more about Mookie later in the show, but had an interesting day. And by the way, our guest tonight, Freddie Freeman. Saw him out there at the LA uh, Community Tour yesterday at the Salvation Army in Long Beach. Had a chance to catch up with Freddie about the Dodgers. And you will hear our conversation coming up at 7.15. Today was an interesting day got called to the office, got called to Vince Scully Avenue today. Myself and a small group of reporters were in a conference room with Stan Kasten, the Dodgers team president, and Andrew Friedman, who runs the baseball operations. And it was uh, a great conversation to hear their standpoint on where the team is going uh, this year and their thoughts on the offseason. And also, um, they were forthcoming about the Trevor Bauer decision not to bring him back deciding instead to just designate him for assignment and quite honestly once they closed the book on Bauer you haven't heard me talk about it because what's the point he's not going to be on the team and to a certain extent did not hinder the Dodgers from trying to make their team better we'll hear from Andrew Freeman in just a second about the luxury tax threshold, and his thoughts. And, but I first want to share uh, Stan Kasten's comments and response to Trevor Bauer's tweet after the Dodgers decided not to bring him back and alluding to an in-person meeting with Dodger officials. And Stan Caston did acknowledge that he was there uh, meeting with Trevor Bauer. He wouldn't go further to say who else was there or... What was said? So I don't want to talk about what happened.
4: I, mean, I don't think that's fair. Um, I don't want to talk about what went on, what was discussed, what wasn't discussed, or who was there. But um, we did hear from him. I, I, I thought it was the right thing to do. I'm, I'm happy that we did it, along with everything else that we did, to reach the best decision that we could. And I, I stand by our decision. I'm, I'm very comfortable with it. I think we all had strong feelings until we decided, those of us who made this decision, until we decided, I guess anything was possible, but we didn't. I think we all had a strong feeling all the way through the process of the right way to handle this. And uh, the information we learned in those 14 days was valuable uh, in finally.
3: So that was Stan Caston earlier today with myself and a couple other beat writers uh, just going on the record for the first time since the Dodgers made the decision not to bring Trevor Bauer back. And he acknowledged they did meet with him in person before making that decision, but certainly nothing swayed them to change uh, their mind to bring him back. Now, like I mentioned, Trevor Bauer is not going to be a Dodger. But the facts are his $22.5 million is going to be on their payroll because of the uh, suspension that wasn't upheld for the duration of this year but only part of this season. It's $22.5 million on their books. And the only way we would continue to talk about Trevor Bauer is if him not being on the team – but his salary being on the team was a hindrance to the Dodgers competing to try to win the NL West again and trying to win the World Series. But it doesn't appear that that's the case. The Dodgers made moves, J.D. Martinez, Noah Syndergaard, the two most significant, along with training for Miguel Rojas. But the Dodgers have really good players, and there's been a lot of talk about About them wanting to stay under the luxury tax threshold. And I have shared with you what Andrew Friedman said the night the Dodgers decided to part ways with Cody Bellinger that the luxury tax threshold is always a factor when you're living where the Dodgers are living with their payroll. This would be the third consecutive year the Dodgers would be over the luxury tax threshold. And the more consecutive years you're over it, the more penalties you pay. The more draft picks, you drop down, and if you go over another certain threshold, there's more penalties that I won't bore you with. You can find them online. But Andrew Friedman, again, was asked about whether or not the Dodgers were trying to stay under the luxury tax threshold, and he said, no, there were certain players we were willing to go over or pay more to go even further over the luxury tax threshold, which by the way, right now, the Dodgers are over. I can confirm that. They are over. So, I'm glad we got that straightened out as we head into the season. But here's what Andrew's uh, view is on the luxury tax threshold and resetting it.
4: We want as much of the money as we're spending to go to on-field talent. And the more years you're over, the higher you are over, more of that money is going to MLB. And so... We have reset in the past, which has allowed us to funnel more of what we're spending to actual on-field talent. And that benefits us. And so as much as we can continue to maintain an extremely high level of play, while doing that when we can, is beneficial. It allows more of that subsequent spend to go to actual players which helps us be even better and so you know there's always going to be that push pull between pressing to be as good as we can be and figuring out when we can strategically get under without sacrificing where we are to be able to you know spend more for our on-field players
3: all right makes sense right why should the dodgers uh, want to give more to mlb which Basically, is revenue sharing, and it goes to teams like Andrew's former ball club, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Who knows? Maybe the Dodgers' uh, penalty that they're paying this year allowed the Pirates to sign Rich Hill for $8 million. The Dodgers might be paying Rich Hill in an indirect way. So I completely agree with him. Uh, it makes sense to reset, but the Dodgers are not saying it has to be this year. And like I've told you before, it's not where the Dodger payroll is at, on opening day, it's where it is on the final day of the regular season. So there's a lot of time between now and then, and the Dodgers are not going to dump Major League talent just to do a salary dump to get under the tax threshold. It'll be interesting to see what they do and how they do at the at the trade deadline and how that affects their uh, cap situation. But... It's not the NBA, it's not the NFL. They are more than willing, as they have shown over the course of the last ten years, to go over that luxury tax threshold consecutive season. So, uh, two things that came out of today's talk with Stan Caston and Andrew Friedman acknowledging they did meet with Trevor Bauer, and also the fact that the Dodgers are over the luxury tax threshold, um, and we'll see where it goes for the rest of the year, but. You're going to hear from Freddie Freeman coming up here. And Freddie Freeman is very optimistic about the talent on this Dodger team. And look, if you separate some emotion, you don't win the championship in the offseason. It feels like the Padres win the World Series every offseason, and it never pans out that way. Are they a more serious threat this year and next year than they were two years ago? Of course they are and I firmly believe this is going to be a tighter race than it has been between the Dodgers and Padres in a very long time. I could see this going down to the final two weeks of the regular season, but I do see the Dodgers. Now, if I was BetMGM or some other gambling site, if I had to place the over-under on Dodger wins in the regular season, it would be at 92.5. I know gamblers love that half. You just do a flat number, they don't love it. You put a half on it, they go crazy. So that's my over-under on Dodger wins. 92.5, and and there's a very good chance they can go over by uh, a couple of wins. But 111 wins, that hasn't happened since 1908. I don't see that happening again. But I do see the Dodgers and the Padres going down to the wire. But I will say this, the Dodgers have perfected winning in the regular season. The Padres have not. They lost the division by 21 games to the Dodgers last year. I don't see 21 games being made up in one offseason. All right, we're going to take a timeout. Your thoughts on what you had to hear right there from Stan Caston and Andrew Friedman. We're going to hear from Freddie Freeman next, and then your phone calls at 866-987-2570. This is Dodger Talk until 8 o'clock right here on AM570 LA Sports.
0: When it's game on, it's time for Shakey's Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's, the triple play of flavor with meal deal packages to feed any size group. Everyone loves Shakey's classic thin crust pizza, golden fried chicken, and crispy mojo potatoes. Get it to go at Shakey's.com or watch the game at your local Shakey's with an ice cold pitcher of beer, piping hot pizza, and a mountain of mojos. Share the good times at Shakey's today.
1: Medi-Cal renewals are happening now. All members eligibility is reviewed once annually and everyone's renewal date is different. You can check your renewal month in your online benefitscal.com account. If your current address, email, or phone number have changed, please update your information with your local county office. If you get a renewal form in the mail in a yellow envelope, you must complete it to keep your Medi-Cal. If you don't, you will lose your coverage. Visit lacare.org for more information. That's lacare.org.
2: This is Off-Season Dodger Talk. I'm your official home of the Los Angeles Dodgers. AM
0: 570 LA Sports.
3: Thanks for being with us on this beautiful Wednesday night in Los Angeles. David Vasse, Dodger Talk until 8 o'clock right here on AM 570 LA Sports. And look. It's getting real. Baseball season is here. It kicks off Saturday at Dodgers Stadium, Dodger Fan Fest. Get your tickets online at dodgers.com slash That's also where you can purchase some experiences, selfies, autographs, lunch with a legend like Steve Garvey. You'll be there. You'll be on stage with us. You will hear the main stage. Beginning at noon this Saturday from Dodger Stadium, Jose Moda and I will be on stage from noon to 3 this Saturday on AM570 LA Sports. We'll have all the big names that are at FanFest join us, and uh, can't wait to see all of you out there. It'll be the first time in quite some time we have had a Fan Fest, and even longer since Fan Fest was inside Dodger Stadium, because remember... There was uh, renovations going on for the All-Star game a couple of years back before the pandemic. So we were outside Dodger Stadium, back inside now, and you'll put your feet on that beautiful Dodger Stadium grass, and we'll be on the main stage from noon to 3, and you'll hear it live on AM570 LA Sports. Freddie Freeman, he'll be there. The Dodgers Love LA Community Tour kicked off yesterday in Long Beach with Freddie Freeman, his wife Chelsea, his oldest son Charlie, all out there handing out eggs, milk, food to people driving through the Salvation Army in Long Beach. And Freddie uh, was kind enough to give us some time and actually uh, picked the Salvation Army because he has a strong family connection to the Salvation Army.
5: This is special. Um, when I got the call a couple of weeks ago that they wanted me to do this event, and you see the Salvation Army, and if you guys know my backstory, uh, I come along from a long line of Salvationists. So I immediately called my dad. I said, hey, Dad, I'm going to need you to clear your schedule. I have a 68-year-old retired man. I know you're very, very busy. I need you to come out here, and can you please call Grandpa and see if he would join too because... Uh, Salvation Army is very near and dear to our hearts and giving back to the community um, is special not only for me and my wife but got my son out here and I have two more but they're, they would be flying all over this place they're a little bit different so um, it, it's just special to be able to come back and especially in the place where I grew up in Orange County uh, to come out and do stuff like this um, it's special for us.
3: What was the reaction you got from the people that were driving up? There's
5: been a few. There's one car that was really hyped up. That was my favorite. Um, a lot of them are just so happy and just thrilled to be receiving these items. So that just makes it all worth it when you see the smile. Uh, be- that come on their faces i think they're more excited about the food than me <laughs> but uh, i think that's what makes it all fun for us
3: at this time last year you didn't have a team and no that, one had a team right <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean to put this jersey on yeah. and to be here in the streets of la and long beach yeah. how special is that to really be part of the community again yeah that's the
5: that's the key it's, it's one thing of signing with a team and playing um it's another thing of getting your feet on the ground in the community um from the day I walked into spring training, the day I walked into Chavez Ravine and put on this uniform, the community has welcomed me with open arms from chanting my name. From the day I got there, um, knowing what I was going through, it's a little difficult when you switch jobs in everybody's lives, but um, you know, they made it a lot easier on my family and I, and the least I can do is come and, come out and do uh, some, some my part at least to do the things I can contribute back to the community because they took care of us so well last year.
3: Freddie, uh, a lot of people are acting like the Dodgers are not that good anymore just because they didn't make big splashes like signing Freddie Freeman. Uh, What do you think about the outlook for the team this year and, do you feel like uh, the division is still still yours?
5: Well, the division is still ours until we lose, right, uh, the division. So uh, we retook it last year. Um, I think our team is very, very good. Um, yes, you, when you lose Trey Turner, that is uh, obviously everyone sees that, you know, and losing Trey and obviously losing Cody, um, who's been such a staple for this organization for a long time, and obviously the big red man, Justin Turner, um, just a special person. Uh, special player meant so much to the Dodgers organization Um, but Boston's getting a good one they're going to love him there just like we love him here still no matter what Um, but yes I still love our team Um, we got a really good one when you have Mookie Bez, Will Smith, Max Muncy, J.D. Martinez and then you can just roll off our pitching. It's it's. I think we still got a really good team. At this point, obviously the offseason is coming to an end here. Are, yes. you, are
4: you itching to get back over there to uh, Arizona and get things going? Yes.
5: I think two days ago, my wife and I both said, I think we're, we're ready to go to Arizona. Um, you know, every day you wake up, you work out, you go hit, um, take care of kids. It's time to do a little <laughs> bit of something else and get ready for games. Um, you know, I obviously started hitting a little bit earlier because of the WBC. So... Um, You know, I got a few enemies on my team coming in. So uh, we're looking forward to getting to Arizona. Um, It's a lot more normal this offseason than last, uh, but we're all excited to get going.
3: Freddie, your dad said this is great in two ways, coming out here, reconnecting with the Salvation Army, but also he gets uh, a day off from throwing to you.
5: <laughs> How tough true.
3: have you been on your dad? Uh, he's,
5: a, <laughs> he's been doing good. Um, we got he. So I usually start my day off of uh, playing catch with him, getting his arm loose, and then I have to take a bucket because he can't throw very far anymore, but uh, we usually get him to about 70 to 80 feet, and then I'll take the bucket of balls and just go for that, and he just catches them. But... Um, Yesterday it was a little rainy, so we just hit in the cage. So we got a day off him throwing again. And, um, yeah, he's been doing really well. It's kind of our little thing. It's uh, going to a baseball field with your dad. Um, It's kind of our sanctuary. We've been doing it for a long time. Um, You guys know, obviously, 21 years ago. when you go on the field with your dad and you just start working and you kind of forget about everything going on, and that's a special bond my dad and I have. And as long as he can still put his arm up, I'm going to ask him to keep throwing me in the offseason because it's worked out pretty well for a long time. And, you know, he's still got a good arm. He still can throw me batting practice. And as long as he, as long as he wants to keep doing it, I'm going to make sure he keeps doing it. To the WBC, how much has that kind of just been? I know? am. I talked to Ernie Witt um, a few days ago, um, and we're excited. Um, obviously, <laughs> six years ago we went 0 and 3, so I would like that to be different this time. Uh, just talking to the, uh, talking to Ernie and the, some of the guys that have committed. You got Cal Contril and Nick Pavetta, so we got some pitchers. And you know, there's some guys that have opted out, but we still we're going to be young. But I think we we, we still got a good chance. Um, you know, I just really want to just make it tough on USA you know (laughs) I'm going to walk in first day so I'm I'm, I think we're going to Arizona on February 16th 17th ish and I'm going to walk in with a Canada hat on right to Mookie right to Will Smith you know right to Dean it's fun it's an atmosphere that you don't get in spring training usually you're just going in I think it's a good mix-up for us you know obviously for position players and relievers starting pitching is it's hard it's hard in that you're just a little nervous for the ramp up and Because in spring training, you can go three innings, four innings, 50, 55 pitches, get your work on. Maybe you only go 40, you get 20 more in the bullpen. It's a little bit different for starters. So um, just as long as everyone has fun and everyone stays healthy, that's all we can really ask for. And hopefully it's a good tournament.
3: Freddie, I haven't asked you this about the new rules and your thoughts on it. I mean, it's becoming real now, bigger bases. That's what
5: I'm so excited about. (laughs)
3: Are you excited about the bigger base? Yes, I got a, a
5: little bit chance of you know how many times I've gotten thrown out stealing, stealing a base by this much. Okay, I but get, me, I mean, going to just, every all twenty nine other teams should have fuel going to the next season. I just, for me, a loss. Yes, we won one hundred eleven games and blah 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 all that. But no matter if you win 80, 60, 110, if you don't win the World Series, there's you lost. That's that's how I view every single season. You have one goal a fan base has one goal and like that we owe it to that fan base and if we all lose we all lose you know like if houston astros should be the only happy team leaving 2022 so um yes we had a great summer we did we had a wonderful summer but um we lost and as if that doesn't fuel you every single year then you have no business being a professional baseball player or a professional athlete you have one job every time you walk into training camp, spring training, whatever spring camp or whatever beginning camp is. It's to win a World Series, and we didn't do that last year. So, if you don't have the fuel to try and do it again, I mean, that's why we're crazy. We started all over and try and attempt it again every single year. So, um, you have one job as a professional athlete, and that's try to bring a championship home. If you don't do that, you lose. You got to you got to regroup, fuel it, and try and do it again the next year. I've lost a lot, so <laughs> there's only been one win, so you go home not happy all the time, but um, yes, a lot of teams, a lot of people picked us to win that last year, and we had a really, really good team, but um, baseball, I think everyone that knows it's been inside of baseball, crazy things happened. did anybody think in the 87, or team, Philadelphia Phillies team was going to get to the World Series, and 88, Atlanta, 88 win Atlanta Braves team was going to win the World Series, you just... That's why we play so many games, and that's why it's eight, nine months long because baseball is a beautiful sport, and sometimes it can smack you right down, and it did to us last year. But we're excited to get going in a couple weeks.
3: With Justin and Trey and Belly being gone, and you know, it's a lot of faces have changed the last couple of years. Do you feel like you and Mookie now fill that vacuum as far as being the guys, I mean, uh, the voices?
5: Yeah, I mean, if you know Mookie now, we're not really raw, raw standing on top of dugouts. We, I, if, I mean, you guys have watched me play and got to know me a little bit the last year. I like to play every single day. Play the game the right way. Lead by examples. When I have to say something, I say something. But Mookie's uh, Mookie talks a lot in hitters' meetings. We both talk a lot in hitters' meetings. So it's more of behind-the-scenes stuff. But um, I think when I mean, you lose Justin Turner, like a Justin Turner on any team is, it's tough to lose. It really is, like. Yes, he hits 280, 290 in his 20 home runs every year for you. His massive clutch hits in postseason. But the person, Justin Turner, when you lose that in the clubhouse and what he means to so many people in this community, um, that's tough. It really is a tough loss. And it is on us now to fill those voids that Justin left and, you know, Cody left. A lot of people love Cody. And I still love Cody. I really hope he flourishes in Chicago because he's got so much talent. He's such a young young player still that has so much potential so and then obviously when you lose Trey Turner that's you losing a a guy like that it's it's tough but um from the first time I talked to Andrew Friedman in the offseason they were so high on Gavin and what the work he's been putting in um you know all you can do is be excited you like you if you look back on things or what if it's never going to be positive in your life going forward so you, when you get to spring training, you see the team you get, you get excited about it. Um, they put together a really good team. If you can look at it, you got Mookie, you got me, you got Will Smith, Max Muncie, JD Martinez. The, the list just keeps going. So, Chris Taylor, you know, it's just Julio, Clayton, you know, Noah Syndergaard's new. Like, we got, there's so many good things. Tony's going to be back. Dustin May completely healthy. Like, it's it's. I, I'm excited. <laughs> if, that doesn't put a, if those names don't put a smile on your face, um, uh, and then you get 53,000 people every single night, it's going to be a good year, I think.
3: All right, I'm sold. Freddie Freeman sold me. Great team going into 2023. I mean, so many other people can tell you, yeah, we the Dodgers have a good team. Yeah, this is the reason why I believe the Dodgers are going to win the NL West. But when you hear Freddie Freeman who has a really high baseball IQ and just eats, sleeps, breathes baseball and he breaks it down that way about the Dodgers. You can't help but be optimistic with him. So when you look at the Dodgers first four, you got Mookie Freeman, probably JD Martinez, Max Muncy hitting fourth, Will Smith hitting fifth, Gavin Lux Hitting sixth. Miguel Vargas in there as well. Chris Taylor, Trace Thompson, whomever pick in left field. That's a pretty good team. It's a pretty good first six. And not a lot of teams can say that. So when I hear Freddie Freeman say that, it kind of makes me buy in even more. And I know there are a lot of doubters out there because the Dodgers did not make the big sexy splash. But when you do make those splashes in prior years and let's face it for a better bargain at least in the freddie freeman signing than what you saw this year i mean freddie freeman's not a guy like he said to look back but freddie freeman if he was a free agent this offseason uh the price would have been a lot higher considering what we saw out there so the dodgers got a bargain if you want to call it that in Freddie Freeman and they should be very thankful he's on their team and they did not have to pursue him in this year's market because the price would have been doubled no doubt about it with the numbers we saw this offseason what the Dodgers got in Freddie Freeman who signed late after the lockout uh, they're looking pretty good with Freddie Freeman when we continue on Dodger Talk we'll let you know what Mookie Betts is up to Freddie Freeman working out with his dad, Jason Hayward. We'll let you know what Mookie Betts is up to. And everybody has New Year's resolutions. I've got my New Year's Dodger resolution for you. Would love to hear yours. 866 987 2570. Dodger talk with you until 8 o'clock right here on AM 570 LA Sports.
0: When it's game on, it's time for Shakey's Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's, the triple play of flavor. With meal deal packages to feed any size group, everyone loves Shakey's classic thin crust pizza, golden fried chicken, and crispy Mojo potatoes. Get it to go at Shakey's.com, or watch the game at your local Shakey's with an ice cold pitcher of beer, piping hot pizza, and a mountain of Mojo's. Share the good times at Shakey's
1: today. Medi-Cal renewals are happening now. All members' eligibility is reviewed once annually, and everyone's renewal date is different. You can check your renewal month in your online benefitscal.com account. If your current address, email, or phone number have changed, please update your information with your local county office. If you get a renewal form in the mail in a yellow envelope, you must complete it to keep your Medi-Cal. If you don't, you will lose your coverage. Visit lacare.org for more information.
2: That's lacare.org. Offseason Dodger Talk continues the
0: Grand Slam!
2: on L.A.'s home of the Dodgers. AM
0: 570 LA Sports.
3: Thanks to Freddie Freeman for stopping for us yesterday. In between handing out food to families in need in Long Beach at the Salvation Army. The Dodgers out in the community this week. I know Trace Thompson was out in Inglewood today and it all culminates on Saturday with Dodger Fan Fest. We will be on the main stage live here on AM 570 LA sports from noon to three. So we'll see you out there at Dodger stadium on Saturday and tomorrow. Single game tickets go on sale. That used to be one of my favorite days of the off season. As a kid, you see the st- schedule come out. You start to look at the games that you can make or you want to go to, and uh, you buy the tickets, and tomorrow is that day. Single-game tickets go on sale for the first time, and you can find them at Dodgers.com. Freddie Freeman out and about. Trace Thompson out and about in Los Angeles. Mookie Betts, he will not be at FanFest this weekend because he is participating in, As we found out uh, today as the Indy Star newspaper tried to interview Mookie at a bowling alley. Yeah, Mookie's uh, participating in a prestigious bowling tournament where some of the best bowlers are uh, competing. And Mookie is part of that group. uh, And that is where he's going to be from yesterday until the end of this upcoming weekend. So, Mookie won't be at FanFest. He'll be bowling in Indiana. He loves to bowl, and that's his right to decide to uh, unwind during the offseason. That's his time, and look, I'm not going to begrudge him for that. Uh, He loves to bowl, but when the bell rings, you better be ready to play baseball, and to this point in time in his career, he has answered the bell and has had really good seasons, and I would say, Uh, 2020 was his best season as a Dodger. I know it was only 60 games, but he brought it every single night. Him and Corey Seager offensively carried the Dodgers to the world championship that year. 2021, I would say was a disappointing season for Mookie in more ways than one. Um, injuries and uh, production was just not where it was the year before or any other point in time in his career. Um, last year, I thought he had two extraordinary months, um, which led to him hitting 35 home runs. Um, would I like to see more consistency from him? Yeah, I think a more consistent offensive Mookie Betts would be better for the Dodgers, but you can't argue with the results. I mean, he's he had a really good year last year, despite not having a great four games in the playoffs, and that was Part of the reason why the Dodgers were eliminated by the Padres because Mookie Betts was 2-for-18 in the NLDS. But here we go. Here's my Dodger New Year's resolution. And it kind of brings me back to LeBron James. I feel like in this day and age, with everybody being so cynical, they don't appreciate the career LeBron James has had and what he's doing at age 38. I feel like kind of like Kobe Bryant. People appreciated Kobe more after he retired than while he was doing it. I mean, obviously, the the wacky Laker fans uh, kneeled at his altar no matter what. But those of us that were a little bit more objective, I'm not sure, uh, enjoyed the ride of Kobe's 20-year career. And I feel to a certain extent people are not giving LeBron his due right now because LeBron gives himself a lot of due. My point is sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't get caught up in that other stuff. And that is going to be my Dodgers New Year's resolution when it comes to Mookie Betts. I am going to sit back and enjoy the show. I am not going to try to want more. I've always wanted more in every part of my life. I've never been satisfied. I've always wanted more. And I feel like maybe that has bled over to, I would say, my objective reporting and conversations about Mookie Betts. Maybe a little bit too much wanting more from Mookie. But the reason why I want more from Mookie is because I know how good he could be. We saw it in 2018, and he was bowling back then too. But here he is in Hollywood, Los Angeles. It changes people. But the one thing you can't forget as a professional athlete here in Los Angeles, and it goes back to the original when things started to perk up in endorsements and off-the-court stuff, the one and only Magic Johnson. He always said, this is my number one. This creates other opportunities, and that goes for anybody else in L.A. playing professional sports. If you don't perform at what you're being paid for and why people care about you, the other stuff won't matter. Now, I'm not saying that's Mookie Betts, but L.A. has gotten a lot of good people distracted. I just hope Mookie Betts, keeps his eyes on the prize. Yeah, he won in 2020, but let's face it, a lot of us did not have emotional attachment to the Lakers championship or the Dodgers championship because you weren't there. There was no parade. So the reason why we want more from the Lakers and LeBron and the reason why we want more from Mookie and the Dodgers is we want to party. We want to celebrate. We want to feel it. Isn't that what sports is all about? So that's my Dodgers New Year's resolution. I am not going to want more from Mookie Betts. And if you go back and listen to the past shows of Dodger talk during last season, I praise Mookie more nights than not. I mean, how could you not? The Dodgers won 111 games. And if Mookie was one for four or 0 oh for four. He still was making a difference in right field. He's a gold glover in right field. He was impacting the game with his defense. If he wasn't doing it on offense, so in some ways, I feel like I get a bad rap from you. But Freddie Freeman is a guy that cares about baseball, and in baseball, there are no days off. It's not like the NBA where you get a couple of days off, and in these days in the NBA a lot of load management, so you get five or six days off to be able to worry about other things going on in your stratosphere. Baseball is an everyday sport that requires your undivided attention to maintain, and when you see good, talented players go off the rails, it's because they're not in on baseball all the time, right? We all want these guys to do more. But if they do more, it's going to take away from their craft. And that's why I respect Freddie Freeman a ton because he told me day one, I do baseball. Don't ask me to do commercials or anything else. I do baseball, especially during what, what Ronnie, he does baseball. That's what he does. He's a, he's a great guy. He'll talk to you after games, before games, but he has a routine catch him before the game, between his routines. After the game, he'll be there. He'll be there. And he was there every day last year. Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner were there every day. No other Dodger can say that. No other Dodger could say they played virtually every single game. So that's my... New Year's resolution when it comes to the Dodgers and Mookie Betts. I am going to sit back and relax and enjoy the ride unless he uh, he throws a spare during the season. How about that? Gutter ball, which I don't see that happening. All right, I got to take Isabel in Anaheim. She's been holding all offseason to talk to us. Isabel, thank you so much for being patient for the last three weeks. Hi, Izzy. I know, right? She's not there now. Yeah, how about that? I mean, she's been waiting for three weeks. She's been on hold for three weeks. I can understand why she wasn't there. Maybe she fell asleep, Dave. Maybe. It is late. It is late. Isabel, call back. We'll try to get you in. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Dodgers made some uh, coaching news today. Like I mentioned on Monday night, nobody seems to have paid much attention to the fact that Brant Brown is now the hitting coach for the Marlins and no longer the hitting coach for the Dodgers. Well, today the Dodgers made another significant coaching change and they have now promoted Danny Lehman to bench coach and Bob Guerin now is going to be in a different role in the Dodgers Dodgers dugout. It's going to be in the game management role. So um, Danny Lehman is going to be Dave Roberts' new bench coach. And Bob Guerin is going to remain on the Dodgers staff as his official title Major League Field Coordinator. It'll be his eighth year on Dave Roberts' staff. And Bob was Dave Roberts' bench coach from the first day he took over as manager of the Dodgers. Danny Lehman, you've seen him behind Dave Roberts. He He's usually standing next to Mark Pryor. He's got the stringy hair coming out of his hat. Yeah, that's Danny Lehman. That's Danny Lehman, who has done a great job um, going back to when he was video coordinator for the Dodgers back in 2014, 2015. He was a catcher all the way up to AAA, never made it to the big leagues, but uh, is a really prepared coach is uh, a guy that has the respect of the players because of the time and preparation he puts in. So he has uh, earned his way to this role. And usually it's a more veteran type of person like Bob Guerin next to a manager like Dave Roberts. But Dave Roberts now, he's not a rookie manager anymore. He's a seasoned manager. This will be his eighth year. By now, he should be able to handle things. And getting the input from Danny Lehman in a different way, I'm sure, than Bob Guerin, they're two different types of people, Um, will be different for Dave. I'm sure it's going to be a certain level of adjustment, um, but Dave is surrounded by a really good coaching staff that starts with Mark Pryor, Dino Ebel, and Clayton McCullough. Clayton McCullough and Dino Ebel will remain the base coaches Mark Pryor will remain the pitching coach. So those are the coaching changes for the Dodgers uh, going into this year. So when you don't see Bob Guerin as the bench coach, that's why Danny Lehman, the new Dodgers bench coach. And look, there'll be a level of adjustment. And I guess as we talk about it for new players, spring training is for them. And I'm sure spring training is going to be important for Dave Roberts and Danny Lehman even though Danny's been on the staff but now in a new role a more uh this is a bigger role the biggest role uh, outside of being the manager and third base coach this is the biggest role so they're going to have to get some chemistry and continuity the good thing is Danny's been in Dave's ear literally uh standing behind him the last couple of years so they do have uh that relationship and rapport but uh, this is a new dynamic to their coaching professional relationship and uh, they'll get on the same page in spring training. No doubt about it. Um, so look those are important things. I'm sorry tonight was an administrative show. We heard from Stan Kasten and Andrew Friedman. I just gave you coaching news. I mean I'm sorry this was an administrative show that happens during the off season. I don't like administrative shows. I don't like talking about the administrators. I like talking about the players and I gave you the players. I gave you Freddie Freeman. I gave you a Mookie Betts bowling update. He's an in Indiana bowling. So there you go. And fan fest, you'll get your fill of Dodger players on Saturday and we'll have that live at noon, 12 to three right here on AM five seventy LA sports. So uh got you caught up on all of that and look, the Dodgers are in a very good position to repeat as back-to-back NL West champions. The only time since 2013 they have not won the division was back in 2021 when the Giants won 107 games, one better than the Dodgers' 106. And with the expanded postseason, you don't have to win 100 games. Win your division, you don't want to be in that wild-card spot and it should give you a better positioning to run the table. And uh, I definitely have heard from a few different Dodgers that the way things ended last year left a bad taste in their mouth. And I hope that's not just, you know, giving us some answer that will appease the masses. I really hope that is true because they did not show up to the NLDS last year. They thought they could just show up and beat the Padres. They did not have that playoff type of feel to a team while the Padres were out for blood. And Padres now smell blood in the water. That's why they doubled down, went in for Bogarts. Um, They got Hayter. They got Soto. They have a good team. They have a really good offense. They're supposed to get Fernando Tatis Jr. back. We'll see whether or not that's as big of of a wild card as I believe it'll be. But um, the pot, I just find it hard to believe that the Padres are going to close a 21-game gap in one offseason. That doesn't happen. This is not the NFL where a lot of teams go worst to first. And I'm not saying the Padres were the worst team in the NL West, but 21 games is a significant gap between two teams. And I'm not sure Xander Bogarts is going to close that gap on his own, but I will say this, a full season of Juan Soto is going to make a difference for the Padres, but I still believe the Dodgers are going to win this division again. And I heard from Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman made me believe. So you got to believe, right? If Freddie Freeman's all in, I'm all in. I like Freddie Freeman. I know I did not like him crying in Atlanta, but that guy has grown on me. I I hate to say it. I did not like him crying in Atlanta. We all know it, but I love the way he took accountability with his teammates, and he was all in the next city the Dodgers went to in Denver, Colorado. From that point on, I feel like he shut the door on the Braves and was all in with the Dodgers and seeing him out there in Long Beach. It, this guy is all in, and I never questioned. How could you question a guy that played every single day Uh, or what his intentions were, but obviously uh, still he wouldn't say it at the time when the Braves came to Dodger Stadium, but he did need closure. I tried to tell him you need a closure, and he refused, and then he finally conceded he needed closure, and he got that in Atlanta. I'm all in with Freddie Freeman. If he wants to cry again for the first day in Atlanta, he's got a free pass from me. Yeah, well, it has got a free pass from me for one day. Shed a tear. All in with Freddie. All in with the 2023 Dodgers. Freddie sold me. That'll do it for us tonight on Dodger Talk. You can hear Freddie Freeman on the iHeartRadio app. You can hear all of our shows on the iHeartRadio app. Rich Hill on Monday night. Joe Kelly last Friday. Freddie Freeman tonight by the way Dodger Talk is going to be in vivo on location Friday February 17th my final show before I leave for spring training we will be at Tarantula Hill Brewing Company on Friday February 17th 7 to 8pm come out and see us Petros and Money will be broadcasting from there as well before Dodger Talk on February 17th out in Thousand Oaks, and I'm working on a big-time world champion Dodger to show up and stay with us for the full hour that night in Thousand Oaks. So that's something to look forward to. We'll be back with you on Friday night. Thanks to Ronnie Fascio, and thanks to you for listening. We'll be back Friday. Do I have to say that again? Friday, Friday, Friday. Jason Smith
0: is next. See ya. When it's game on, it's time for Shakey's Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's. The triple play of flavor. With meal deal packages to feed any size group, everyone loves Shakey's classic thin crust pizza, golden fried chicken, and crispy mojo potatoes. Get it to go at Shakey's.com or watch the game at your local Shakey's with an ice cold pitcher of beer, piping hot pizza, and a mountain of mojos. Share the good times at Shakey's today.
1: Medi-Cal renewals are happening now. All members' eligibility is reviewed once annually and everyone's renewal date is different. You can check your renewal month in your online benefitscal.com account. If your current address, email, or phone number have changed, please update your information with your local county office. If you get a renewal form in the mail in a yellow envelope, you must complete it to keep your Medi-Cal. If you don't, you will lose your coverage. Visit lacare.org for more information. That's lacare.org.